Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a purpose about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Lauren's three books, Soul Chaser, I Love You Church, and Rufus, are available at Amazon.com and many other fine bookstores nationwide. Our Bible verse today comes from Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Today's story is called Missed Opportunity. We all miss the boat some days. Despite our best efforts, we all fall short. It's just who we are. We are human, and humans make mistakes. On occasion, those mistakes can really sting. As we all know, time has a way of healing the hurts and can even produce a chuckle or two when we stop and consider a particularly grand-scale missing of the boat. One such blunder is etched upon my memory, and although I initially winced, I now have to laugh. It was summertime, and I was still a young man. It was a wonderful season of life. I had my own small apartment just outside the city of Boston. My good friend Ken had insider access to Fenway Park, home of the Boston Red Sox, allowing him to get seats for low or even no cost, and he frequently passed on the blessings to me. I watched a lot of baseball that year. The ballpark was just minutes away down Beacon Street, a drive I would often make with a tea roof open on my new Camaro. Sunshine splashing down on my face as it began to sink low behind the city's skyscrapers. It seemed as though everything was going swimmingly. And I was even flush with cash. Ken had a DJ business, and he began to get so busy that he offered to cut me in on the action, if I wanted to help. I was happy to oblige, and thus spent many nights spinning records for high school dances or private parties. My favorite duty was aboard the Boston Harbor Cruises that sailed out each night. We would be the musical entertainment for the evening as the cruise ship coasted lazily through the waves, the shimmering city of Boston in full view behind us. As the moon would rise above the Hancock Tower, I would often find myself thinking, it doesn't get much better than this. So, now comes the blunder. One afternoon in August, Ken left me a message on my answering machine. Remember those? There were no cell phones in those days. People made telephone calls from the office or from their home. After that, there was no mode of communication other than a public phone booth. I got home from work 
and check the messages on my incoming cassette tape. Remember those? And there was Ken's call. Only it was a poor recording due to a bad connection. I hit rewind and listened again and again, but all I could gather through the static was that we had a booking for a cruise that night and that I should meet him at six o'clock to assist. The location he gave sounded like Rose Wharf, a place I knew well. Try as I might, I could not make out exactly where he said to meet, but I threw on a tie, headed for Rose Wharf, and figured I would find him easily enough. Pulling into the parking spot twenty minutes later, I saw no sign of Ken. I was early, so I figured I'd just wait until he arrived. As the clock drifted past six, I turned on the local news station to check the traffic report. There was a jam downtown on the expressway, the radio reported. I assumed Ken was delayed due to the traffic. Cruises usually depart at seven each evening, but as seven o'clock hour drew near, I began to grow concerned. I walked down to the dock, but there was no sign of Ken. 7.15 came, and still no Ken. As the clock on my car's dashboard read 8 p.m., I reluctantly turned the key in the ignition and headed home. At about 11 p.m., my telephone rang. It was Ken. Buddy, where were you tonight? he asked. That was my question for you, I said back to my friend. Long Wharf, just like I told you, he said. Oh, I thought you said Rose Wharf, I replied. Well, that explains that. Did I miss a good time? Ken then began to tell me of his evening on the water. He got to the wharf at about six o'clock, and since I was nowhere to be found, he loaded all of the equipment on board ship and set up the portable sound system. He kept checking his watch, wondering where I was. About 6.30, his first guests began to arrive on deck. Ken thought that there were fewer in number than there was for a usual Friday night, but he continued his preparations. As he did, he noticed a few celebrities were coming up on the steps and climbing on board. Where is Lauren, he wondered, thinking I would enjoy his gathering of stars. About seven, there was still no sign of me, and the ship was about to pull away from Long Wharf. Ken started the entertainment with a very popular song by an internationally known singer who had local roots in Boston. Nice choice, said a voice behind him. He turned and found himself face to face with the musician himself. He had rented the cruise ship for a private party for his dad's 70th birthday. I won't mention the star by name, but you would know him well, and it was enough to make my jaw drop. We hung out together all night long, crooned Ken. Dude, you missed the best boat ride ever. This was a colossal blunder. So why am I laughing about it now? because I learned 
that when you miss the boat and mess something up, having a friend who really hopes that you're going to make it is a great gift. The best things in life are not brief encounters with rock stars. Much better than that are friends who see your mistakes and truly feel empathy for you. They are the kind that cut you in on a good thing and share the best of what they have. A cruise around Boston only lasts a few hours. My friend Ken has been there for me four decades. We don't DJ any longer, but if he needed me tonight, I would be there, or at least in the vicinity. So our simple prayer should be, Father God, may I be in the right place at the right time so that I do not miss the boat that takes me to you. Amen. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. Love is everywhere. Love is everywhere. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.